Hello and welcome back to the Super Syntex Podcast. I'm Chad Conine here with Trip Sports Editor Bryce Cherry. Bryce, I just saw in the Zoom link that it's called the Super Syntex Podcast on the Zoom link. So I'm going to just roll with that as our official title. It's a good call. It's a good call. We've, you know, we've been doing this all season via Zoom. And last year we did it in the office. Of course, we still had we still had uh, we had a different office then. We still have an office. We do, but, but we'd now do it on Zoom, coming at you from our home offices. So, what, how do you feel about that vibe? Does that work out pretty well for you? Uh, there's pros and cons uh, yeah. for sure. Um, I'll say this: when I was leaning back in my uh, home office desk chair the other day and it broke uh i wasn't able to go grab another chair from anybody else because uh it's just me here at the house i I do have some folding chairs and uh yeah i certainly made an amazon order that day but (laughs) uh, i wonder if that makes me wonder if home depot and office depot are gonna merge you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you got to make a run to Office Depot. You know, there, there's uh, they've made a lot of advancements in the way of office chairs. I'm excited to uh, see what, you know, ergonomic benefits my new chair has. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, since this is a high school football podcast, why don't we jump into some high school football talk here? That sounds good. This week, uh, after a little bit of a lighter slate last week, we got a uh, big jump up in quality and quantity this week. Uh, full slate of games and the quality, there's uh, a bunch we could talk about, but two state-ranked matchups. Uh, we got number two, Stephenville, at number six, La Vega, and number 10, Chilton, at number one, Mart. Which one will be the better game? I, I think Stephenville, La Vega, and that's uh, – Really not trying to disparage the game that you will be attending, the Chilton Mark game. But, um, I mean, we've talked about it on here. To me, this is a prove-it game for Chilton. Um, can they play with Mart? We'll see. Uh, I, I mean, I think Mart just has been on another level than really everyone else in, in its division. Obviously, you know, they came up just a little bit short in the state championship game, but um, you know, <laughs> if that's your one hiccup, uh, that's that's not too bad. Um, meanwhile, that La Vega Stephenville game to me shapes up, and, and it might be a little bit of a prove it game for for La Vega. Uh, you know, John saw Stephenville uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, who did he see him against? Uh, Conley. Conley, um, and said that their quarterback is something special and something a guy that La Vega will have to, you know, really have its keys on. Uh, but, you know, again, I think we've said it on here before. You cannot sleep on Don Hyde's team. They're, they're going to be tough. They're going to be playing at home. Um, I think, you know, they're still uh, ranked in the top 10 with good reason. Um, and, you know, you can put their schedule up against anybody's year in and year out. I mean, they, they do not back down from anyone, and I think that helps them come playoff time. You know, uh, they played Argyle. You saw that game, you know, played them toe-to-toe. Uh, and so, 
I mean, how will this game play out? I don't know. I mean, I think it's uh, it's right there for the taking for La Vega, but obviously Stephenville is is uh, a pretty salty opponent. Now, on the other one, I'll, I'll speak to that one a little bit because I made the commitment in my column a month ago probably to cover this game. You know, it's I, – I asked the question, and I think it got put in a bigger headline than, than I really intended – it was like war starts fun. <laughs> but uh but I asked the question, can can the Pirates board March ship, you know, in terms of championship, district championship? And it got some attention. The coaches paid attention to it. Um I, there was a conversation between Coach James at Chilton and 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 uh, Coach Hoffman and Mar Coach James was like, I did not say that, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh but I said, you know, that's where I'll be on October 8th. And um, it's tough when you make a statement like that because you don't, you're not looking at the schedule and you're not saying, what else am I going to not go to because I'm going to that, you know? Right, right. But now that we've arrived at the week uh, and, and we got Brian Crown over with eyes on the La Vegas Stevenville game for us, I feel good about it, you know? Yeah, I think I think, it, I think it has potential to be a great game. I hate that Mart has a player or two, you know, hurt that won't be able to play, and, and probably knocks them. I mean, Keyshawn Clater being hurt is just a bummer for all of Central Texas because he was one of the area's best players. Uh, and but you can't help but think that that gives Chilton a little bit better chance than they would have had otherwise. Certainly, and you know, I also feel like okay, coaches will never uh, subscribe to the theory of a, a moral victory. Um, mm -hmm. That said, I, I feel like if Chilton can go out and give Mart a tough game, stay in the game, give themselves a chance, and even if they lose, there's things to build on and things to take out of that. You know, they can extract some confidence from that. Uh, last night I was covering volleyball for us uh, mm -hmm. with two state-ranked top 10 volleyball teams in our area, uh, Lorena mm -hmm. and Troy. And Two of the state-ranked top 10 volleyball teams in our area. Yeah, two. That's what right, I said. Yeah, yeah two, of, two of them. Uh, Lorena is number seven in 3A, and Troy is number nine. And I would say Lorena is like right here, and Troy is like right there. Uh, and Lorena ended up sweeping, but I still feel like watching that match, uh, that Troy could take some things out of that and, uh, even losing three sets in a row and make it six in a row. Cause Lorena also swept the first time. Uh, I still feel like they can go, man, we went toe to toe cause all the sets were close. Uh, with one of the best teams in the state, we can we can build on this. What what do we need to get better at? And taking that back to Chilton, even if they lose by two touchdowns, let's say, uh, but if maybe if it's a, a game into the fourth quarter or you know something like that, I feel like that's progress against Mart. I mean, that's progress. Okay, you know I've got to flip that around on you okay. because. The scenario you're talking about played out exactly with Bosqueville and Crawford last year. You know, Crawford had to 
make a strip in the fourth quarter to stop Bosqueville and ended up beating them close in that game. And then they play in, in the playoffs. And because of that, I think Crawford, our Bosqueville had Crawford's full attention and Crawford waxed, him, you know. So maybe it's better if Chilton goes and gets beat by 40 on Friday night. <laughs> then if they meet again in the regional final, Mart will be like, oh, we got this in the bag and Chilton has a chance to sneak up on him. Maybe. Uh, I, I doubt that's probably the pregame speech that, uh, that <laughs> James out of Chilton <laughs> will, uh, will roll out with on Friday night. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, the cliche is it's hard to beat a team twice, you know, um, and and certainly it, it you mentioned the Crawford Bosqueville example. Another one from last year would be uh, Live Oak and Vanguard, Live Oak beat them twice, handled them pretty easily. Um, and then we've also seen the the flip side of that, where like La Vega lost to Argyle in the regular season, beat them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not a hard and fast thing either way. But if you're Chilton, I just feel like, you know, you can gain more by making it a close game and, and building on that. And you can by, you know, getting blown out and, and maybe sucking Mart into a false sense of security later on. You know, I, that, that may be my bold pick of the week. I may pick Chilton to win it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You would definitely endorse that decision. I you? would, as, as somebody picking against you. Uh, so now we're fully into phase two of the season. Uh, we're almost fully into it. There's a couple of stragglers out there still playing non-district games. But um, district plays starts for everybody just about. Uh, and that leads us to a few big games. Um, doing a feature on Marlin for Friday. They play at Italy. That's a big game to start district. Probably di- From our point of view, we can say it's the district championship game right out of the box. Uh, Crawford versus Hamilton is a pretty important district game as Hamilton looks pretty good in that loop. And then I think a real uh, sort of defining game will be Cameron Yo versus Academy because Academy has shown themselves to be right there some of the time. They're five and one to beat McGregor last week. Uh, but Cameron Yo just obliterated Rockdale to start district. So they're two and four now and gaining steam. Uh, what do you like out of that bunch? Man, uh, I think you picked three pretty good games right there. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. feel like all of them have the, the chance to be entertaining. Um, I would say you would not rule out uh, any team in, in either of those three matchups. I mean, I think there's probably some favorites, uh, you know, with good reason. Um I would be a little surprised if Hamilton beat Crawford, but as you mentioned, the Bulldogs are playing well. Um, but I do feel like Crawford is is the class of that district. Um, it, it is kind of crazy to think that, you know, here in the district opener, um, you basically have the district championship game, but I, I agree with you. I think that's what shapes up in that Mart-Italy game. Mart, not Mar- Marlin, not Mart. Uh and, um, you know, give a lot of credit to Ruben Torres for what he's done in his first year there at Marlin. Um, you know, 
couple years ago, it was it was pretty ragged out there. I mean, uh, and and the Bulldogs are playing well. Uh, they have such um, tradition and pride in Marlin and in that football program and in athletics in general, um, and have had some good teams. We know um, some of the struggles that the town has had and and the the school district and stuff, but. Um, you know, like I said, I'm really impressed with the job he's doing there in his first year because, to me, that first year for a high school football coach, uh, especially when they haven't been on staff before, um, usually it's uh, it's a transition year. It's a get to know you kind of year, and and you don't really expect that much. Uh, but if Marlin can go out and you know maybe win this game against the Gladiators go on and win a district title. That's a heck of a heck of a first year for Ruben Torres. Yeah. That's uh that's almost jinx Tucker type stuff, isn't it? It is. It is. It's, that'd be a fun conversation to have. Uh, Chad's of course, referring to our jinx Tucker trophy, which is similar to the Gordon Wood trophy that the Texas high school football hall of fame puts out kind of uh, takes into account overcoming adversity and, and things like that. So um, an, uh, an endorsement as that game, as the district championship game right off the bat, looks like on paper, the next best team in that district is actually two and three. Yeah. Uh, it's not a particularly strong district uh, besides Marlin, Italy and actually you've got Dawson Kearns and Cayuga. So those three teams have, I think, Two or three wins between them. Two, two wins. They're two and, uh, let's see, 13 between the, the three of them. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not a, it's not a powerhouse district. It is not the district of doom. <laughs> uh, now, not to be left out, we got our little big game of the week. You know how you know I – this, you know this is in my about, wheelhouse, right? man. You served yeah, this yeah. one up right for me. Right, right. So Vanguard, which is undefeated, I think, yes, plays Live Oak, which is undefeated, and I guess that one's going to be downtown. You hard by the silos, not hard too far by from the... Union Hall. Yep. So you go get you a uh, dinner at Union Hall, take the whole family, let everybody choose what they want, and then you walk over to the ball game, right? Yeah, Brian Coates will be covering uh, that game for us. I think when I. Uh contacted him about doing that one I'm trying to remember what i called it i don't think it was the shootout by the silos the showdown by the silos how about the chip and joe bowl chip and joe bowl i mean i don't know if chip and joe will actually be there probably not no, um it's not uh but yeah i'm excited about this game um six and oh versus six and oh um now just to give our listeners viewers uh, a little bit of peek behind the curtain um so last week live oak played oglesby um oglesby has a pretty good you know uil six-man team um live oak of course is ranked number one in the state among private school six-man teams uh i think we expected a pretty good game there live oak went out in 45 and uh, <laughs> after that uh, uh, Bryce Helton sent you and I a, a, a text message and uh, 
was like, thanks for the love, Chad, you know, pointing out that you had picked uh, Live Oak. Uh, and I made the comment then, and I will stick by this. I will not pick against Live Oak again this year. Uh, the way the Falcons are playing, to me, they are the prohibitive TAPS six-man state championship favorite. I think they add another trophy to their well-stocked trophy case this year. All that said, I'll be really interested just to see how close, if if Vanguard can keep this game close at all, uh, because the Vikings are playing some really good ball. I mean, to me, this shapes up as maybe Vanguard's best team in school history. Uh, the way they're playing, and uh, they got a quarterback in Walker Nall who uh, – right now has close to 1,400 yards passing in six games, 33 touchdowns. And I've got to check with Luke Pilant over there at uh, Vanguard to see if this is correct, but zero interceptions um, in, in as many passing attempts as he's had, 93. Um, so Vanguard can put up points in a hurry. They like to pass it around, which – you don't always see in six-man football. You see a lot of running. Um, so I'll be interested just to see how close Vanguard can keep this game, if it can keep it close. Now, if I end up beating you by less than two-game margin in the uh, picks box, I guess I'll have to attribute that 100% to the Live Oak Falcons because I picked Live Oak to beat Blum, right? You did. You picked Blum? I did. And then, of course, I picked him to beat Oglesby, so I got those two on you. So, Indeed, indeed. There, there would be your margin of victory in that case. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lose any sleep over losing that picks title to you. <laughs> you're, not, you're not worried about it yet, huh? I'm not. I, uh, All right. Uh, uh, so, last uh, question. Okay. Um, I promised you in our, our weekly script, you know, uh, a little bit of a – curveball type of question here so the coffee shop that i frequent and in you know part of my routine is to get up in the morning go drink some coffee eat a breakfast burrito do a little reading you know get the old brain going and then tackle whatever i have to tackle right mm-hmm. and i always get the same thing so uh so i've been i've been chosen as and this still hasn't gone up in on instagram i hope it does soon especially since i'm putting it out there on our podcast but uh, they, they picked me as the customer of the month for October. And so if you go to this particular coffee shop and, and uh, if they sponsor our, our podcast, I'll say the name of it, but I won't until then. Uh, but if you go and you order a Chad this month, you get Americano with, a, uh, with an extra shot of espresso. And uh, yeah, that, that's the drink. So that's the whole thing. So my question to you is, if you were going to have an item named after you for the month at a particular uh, watering hole or restaurant in town, what would it be? Oh, that is the easiest question out there. <laughs> it would be a uh, number three at Chick-fil-A, uh, which is uh, I get the 12-piece nuggets with a medium waffle fry and a large diet lemonade. Um, and 
Chad's, Chad's video is popping out there. There we go. Okay, now he's back. I had a spam call. It must have been somebody calling me about being customer of the month. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know how I did it. But uh, so you got yeah, and, uh, I, so when I, I first moved to Waco and started working at the Trib in uh, 98, uh, I'm coming from Brenham, Texas. Uh, we did not have a Chick-fil-A in Brenham, and I loved Chick-fil-A. I was quite excited uh, when I came to Waco and, and there was Chick-fil-A here in town. And this was back in the days when we still wrote checks for things. And you could write a check at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And I want to say every fifth, fourth or fifth check in my little checking balance was to Chick-fil-A for $6.75 uh, <laughs> for that particular order, which was not a three, a number three at the time. I want to say it was a number five at the time. Now it's a number three. But uh, yeah, and it's gone up in price over the years, naturally. But I you know, still, I still love that uh, that order. My question was, uh, you know, obviously, if you were the customer of the month, what would you, what, where would it be, and what would your item be? But for that particular response, writing a check at Chick Fil A, the question could have been, "Hey, give me some evidence that you lived in another century." <laughs> <laughs> true that. True that. Yeah. Uh, put it this way: I've got a kid a 16 year old kid that has a checking account and we've never ordered checks for him, because, <laughs> you know, who has a, who needs to write a check? Uh, I'm, out, I'm out of checks at the moment and have been for several weeks. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Checks. I mean, I, I think, I think if I was having a rough day, you know how I am when I'm kind of a little bit frazzled, a little bit irritated with the world around me. And I was having one of those days and I went to say like CVS or somewhere like that where the line tends to be slow and frustrating and somebody popped out a checkbook and started writing a check. I think I would just lose it right there. <laughs> yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah. Uh, so I will tell our viewers uh, for that free advertisement for Chick-fil-A, uh, go order a Bryce, see if they give you a number three, uh, it, it, even if you have to explain what it is to them, they'll probably still going to answer my pleasure. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's the other thing is, you know, I pitched this question to you and like egomaniac that you are a national chain is going to make you customer of the month. I'm so sure. <laughs> well, no, they don't know me all around the country at Chick-fil-A, but uh, I know, I, I know. It's a hypothetical question. But couldn't still, they do their uh, own thing here at the Waco Chick-fil-A? I'm, I'm going to be the McDonald's customer of the month. <laughs> uh, you never know. Maybe I'll be on one of those Chick-fil-A commercials. Sitting on the couch talking about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that, that would actually, that would work. That would fit. <laughs> except they'd have a, except your thing would actually be like a, a milkshake. A strawberry milk, I mean, a cherry milkshake would be called the cherry bomb. Oh, I like it. I like it. That's yeah. a good place to end. All right. That's a, that's, that's a podcast this week, folks. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>